Welcome to the 4Fanboys Podcast, where we talk about movies, video games, and all other types of media. I'm Nick. I'm Joshua. I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. Today we are going to be talking about PlayStation stuff, at least to start with. We're going to be talking about the state of the play, um, and also talking a bit about the PS Plus subscription, since that's something that I was looking at subscribing to since I got a PlayStation recently and everything. Um, So we might talk about some of the pros and cons of that as well. So first, is Zach wasting his money if he buys the yearly thing for, what was it, PlayStation? What's the the highest tier? There's Essential, is Extra the second tier? And then Premium. Yeah, I think Premium is the most. It's like buying gas. (laughs) (laughs) Essential gets you nothing, but bare bones basically. essential is for like multiplayer and you might get the two free games a month yeah, you or get whatever playstation plus essential games, is yeah. just xbox gold the xbox yeah. live membership same equivalent essentially yes and it's a yearly subscription for 60 dollars if you buy the full year in advance which is xbox more they got rid of gold and they you have to get game pass now do you? I think Thanks. you still have gold. I thought you could. Yeah, still there's get still gold. gold. You're thinking of the Game Pass or like, Game no. Pass Ultimate. What you're thinking of is they got rid of uh, Xbox 360 Gold games. They... I just thought they were replacing gold with the Game Pass because people would use a trick where they would buy the cards that had gold on them and then upgrade to the Game Pass at like a big discount or something like that. Uh-huh. Really, I didn't hear anything about that. I yeah. don't remember that. No, it's um, possible. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misinformed here. Misinformation. I mean, we could oh, be dang. misinformed, though. Yeah, yeah, I could be right. Quick, uh, people, look it up and let us know who's right. Yeah, quick, post in the YouTube comments before we're done going live. I looked it up. It just says Kyle's right. That's all it says. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Anyway. so. Oh, yeah. So the essential one is silly because who even plays multiplayer games on PlayStation? Uh-huh. Am I right? Ha, ha, ha. Now, with the extra, that's double that's the Game price. That's Game Pass Ultimate for mm-hmm. you Xbox fans out there. Yeah, basically. It's double the price of Essential, so $120 a year. Which, I want to say the... I don't know the subscription price for the Essential one on a monthly basis. But I do remember that extra is like $15 a month. And premium is $18 a month. So if you, if you kind of take that, do the math, fifteen dollars a month, or twelve months is like a hundred eighty dollars or something like that. I, I'm not running the math in my head right now. I'm going off numbers that I think I remember. <laughs> um, but if you buy the one year in advance, it's only a hundred twenty instead of like a hundred eighty. Whoa. So you're, or was it hundred twenty or was it a hundred? I think it was a hundred. Yeah, it might have been. I'm thinking now it was a hundred for one year of extra, and a hundred twenty for a year of premium. So, if I remember the numbers correctly, it was a hundred eighty to subscribe monthly for a year of extra, but only a hundred for one year in advance, which is eighty dollars savings. You're saving almost half the price of it. So, of course, if you are going to be using it for even half the year, you might as well. Now, I'm currently looking at whether I want to buy a year of extra or premium. Hey, guys, what does premium do? 
Premium gives you access to their classics catalog. Wow, so I can just download any older PS2 or PS3 game on their catalog and play it right on my <laughs> PlayStation? <laughs> that no. would be a great thing. Oh. So, yeah, they uh, make That's you play cute, it through their cloud and stream the games. And their cloud sucks. Their cloud historically has been very slow, laggy. It kicks you randomly sometimes. A lot of frame rate drops. It's just, it really hasn't been reliable. But at the very least, if I already own the game, I could just put it in the PlayStation and let me download it, right? Just like Xbox. <laughs> what, everybody doesn't have a PlayStation 1? Huh. Honestly, though, why the heck would Sony, when their executives say, nobody cares about old games, then charge you like a $100 subscription fee to pay, play them? But at the very least, on Xbox, you could even just buy the game itself and then download it. I don't think PlayStation gives an option for you to like buy an old game. You just need the subscription service, and then you stream it from their cloud. I'm not really sure how it all works behind the scenes. Um, like, for the older games... I don't know if they have to have separate hardware in the console to play the older ones or if they just kind of emulate it on the newer hardware or exactly how it works, but that could presumably be a factor in why the older stuff is not available. It could be licensing stuff. Uh, they could just hate us. <laughs> uh, all equally possible. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. But it just comes down to, is it worth it to have a subpar experience playing the old games that you really loved on your new console or not like do you want to spend the money on that i mean they've got a really good collection i'm going to put aside the fact or maybe not fact but the, that you guys have been saying that their cloud gaming hasn't been good for you so kind of ignoring that part of it for now um, and just looking at the features versus the price, you're looking at an increase in $20 per year because it's 100 to 120 to get the premium, which, you know, that's not, that's not too bad. It only comes out to like, what, less than $2 a month. So the price increase isn't that much and you get access to all of their, whatever old games that they have available on that. And I believe they also have remasters of games that are available through that. Which is another nice part of it. If I remember correctly, was it was it the Yakuza games? Like Yakuza 1 and 2 Kiwami, the remasters might have only been available through the premium subscription. It's only on premium, but those are on like PS4, right? I thought PS4 games was the extra. Well... That's the thing, though, because the remasters, I, I, I might be wrong. I know there was, I, 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 there was something I was looking at that was like remastered, like God of War three remastered, but that was on PS three, I think. Yeah, it was on PS three and remastered for PS four. They did that with a lot of games that came out close to the release date. Yeah, PS4. I could be remembering wrong. I thought some of the remasters were only through premium, and I was like, whoa, that's wacky. Um, but either way, like, for an increase in $20 a year, I pretty much only have to play, like, one game from their classics catalog to make it worth it to me. So what you're saying is you're going to be playing a lot of Jack and Daxter. Because if you're not, then I am. Yeah, like, if you think you would be playing anything like that, or, I mean, I kind of wanted to 
try out the God of War games, but I don't know for sure if they have the original. And like I said, they had the God of War three remake or remaster or whatever. I'm pretty sure they have the originals. Is there like a God of War Ascension? Yes. I yeah. Wasn't I that the PSP? That. Um, that might have been sequel game. That- I don't know if that was PSP. I know there were two PSP games. I think Ascension was a console game. Was it a console game? I okay. think so. I think the name of the PSP one was a Spartan in the name. Yeah, it was like Ghost of Sparta or Ghost of Sparta. Sure. And then I think there was another one. And then they reported to the PS3 on the God of War collection, which for some reason was never remastered. Just God of War 3 was remastered for PlayStation 4. Sony, please remaster the whole collection. I would really appreciate that. Just Especially now that God of War is getting really popular with uh, Ragnarok doing like so well and being most people's like second favorite game of the year. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, it might be the time to bring, it, bring back the original classic games. But what's funny is that they released the God of War collection uh, for like 60 bucks for the PS3 when the PS4 was launched. And but they released God of War 3 remastered for 60 bucks just by itself for the PS4. So I don't know if that was a little... Actually, hold on a second. That reminds me. Wasn't it... There was something with the classics where the PS3 was different from the others. Was it that PS3 was the ones you had to stream, but you could actually download PS1 and 2? Maybe. I know PS3, you definitely have to stream it. Yeah, I... I think it might have been only the PS3 ones that you had to stream and the others could be downloaded. I could be misremembering that. But oh, there was there cool. was something that the PS3 definitely had different from everything else for some reason. Oh, I, I might get that then. I might be cool to play through the old games. And I could see it even being a matter of if I'm... When I, when I mentioned earlier about that they might be emulating their older games instead of having hardware... Or each different console to actually run it on the original hardware. Um, PlayStation 1 and 2 would be easy to emulate. PlayStation 3, while not a powerful machine by today's standards, uh, would still be pretty difficult to emulate on that kind of hardware, I think. Uh, yes. So I could see that being why. But as for why you can play PlayStation 4 games, I think that's just because they're built on the same sort of architecture. Uh, probably. And I think they made it... the. P- the PS5, they made it in mind to be backwards compatible with PS4, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, consoles are almost becoming more like PCs in that they're going to be a little more modular. I mean, I say I say that, but we've had different versions of consoles with different levels, like the Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, and then, of course, the Series S and Series X. So we do have multiple hardware configurations on the consoles now so it's it's a little more like pc in that regard i was gonna say it kind of feels like just buying different levels of like pre-made pcs but that are just dedicated to that one type of console game yeah and honestly i do really want playstation just do what xbox does just have all or at least majority of their games played on on the current gen console and if it's from previous uh generation game it gets like a resolution boost and you can just uh, either put your old disc in and it'll play, or just buy it straight on the, that that console store and you, uh, online store, and you'll just download to the console. I mean, yeah, but when they do anything like a resolution boost and whatnot, they have to redesign all the assets from like the ground up. 
So it is a lot of work to put in. But I think it'll be worth it for PlayStation games because PlayStation is known for their first-party games. That's why a lot of people get a PlayStation. I think it partially depends on how popular the games are and whether or not it would benefit more from just getting a, like a remake or like a new game in the series or something. Uh, but definitely it would be a, like way too much work to redesign a lot of the games. I mean, I don't know much about emulation, but I do use DuckStation a lot. And they have like built-in filters and stuff to make the games look a lot better. But you have you should have seen, I mentioned this to you before, it can scale up 3D models really well, but 2D assets don't they don't scale up. No, they look exactly the same. Yeah. So 3D models are because of the way they're coded. Um, they're easier. I mean, this can also depend on a lot of other, like the game engine and everything else. But it would be easier to scale up a 3D model because you can just kind of mess with the polygons or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I think it's easier compared to a, a 2D asset. A 2D asset is just pixels and it can't really do a whole lot with that although these days you can run images through ai programs that are meant to upscale the image yeah but not also perfect. you can end up with grand theft auto <laughs> yeah that's that's like if they don't put enough care into it you can get something like like the remaster of the Grand Theft Auto games that ended up looking really bad and like the text on the signs and stuff sometimes said just the wrong thing. Oh my god, it was it, it was so bad. There was like I don't know how that got released. There was like a uh, a donut shop called Donuts, but it was spelled like nuts as in like, you know, like something you would use like a wrench on and the o in it. Like it was spelled D O N U T S and the o was shaped like a nut, you know, like nuts and bolts, you know, like something you would tighten. But uh, I guess when they like try to smooth everything out, they smoothed out the O, so it like just completely destroyed the joke they were going for. Because the O bad. just looked like a regular O. Now. Yeah. So upscaling is an interesting technology, but it has to be applied properly. Uh, it's not like a catch-all solution or anything. Yeah, but it's better than nothing. But it just goes to show, like they still have to put a lot of work into remastering a game because just consider how many textures are in a game and that every single one would have to be redrawn by the artist just saying if you were to tell me right now that i could get on one of those uh plans and immediately just download the original infamous games to my console and play them at native like 4k or upscale 4k or whatever with a stable frame rate and no like weird cloud glitches or kicking, I would immediately go home right now and download that. Oh, it absolutely. might be worth it for for popular games like that. Um, but you know, there's there's a ton of games out is there, so Sly, they have to is, curate uh, which ones they Sly do. Sly Cooper in there? Oh. Yeah, the Sly Cooper is in there. The remaster collection, which I think was remastered for PS3, but never got ported to PS4. Oh. What about? I know Spyro's in it, but do, do they have the? Uh... Did they remaster Spyro for the PS3, or was it just a port of the three games? It's probably just a port. Oh, oh. They, did they port the original Spyro? three games PS3? I have I, no idea if I they did. I thought but... they had like an at least an online thing where like you could when I had the PS4, I swear they had like the Spyro games under 
like something you could play as PS3 games. I remember you saying you you played it like on your on the new PlayStation, so that might be right. I mean, they they did the remake of Spyro yeah the reignited too. trilogy, which was really fun. That was so much fun. That was. I'm still in the process of 100%ing Year of the Dragon, but Fa- I beat the first oh. two. And the fact that Spyro Four hasn't had any news yet is so sad, especially since in Crash Four, in one of the little levels in the art book of it, they said, "Yeah, we have we'll read the word Spyro Four as an Easter egg, like right below the map." Because like we are all because like eventually we plan on reaching Spiral Four. Spiral Four already exists. Yes, but don't disrespect Enter the Dragonfly. That was our first uh, Spiral game. That was my uh, fourth Spiral game. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people are worried about it since you know the whole thing with Activision trying to move all its company into Call of Duty. But now that it's came up with Microsoft and seems to actually care about other stuff, hopefully they are actually going to release Spiral Four. Hopefully, or just Year of the Year of the Dragonfly uh, remaster. Woo! That's what everyone wants. Also, Into the Dragonfly. Into the Dragon. Year of the Dragon was the third one. Oh. Get it right, fake fan, fake fan. Oh wow! Also, caught in 4K. Uh, Toys for Bob, the development company that made the Spyro Re- Reunite trilogy, they did uh, put like a hint what they're up to this year, and I think on Twitter a picture. I think it was like silhouettes or something, and one of them was silhouette of Spyro. I think I could be wrong. I think it was like on the Twitter. It better I'll have to be. look that up after the podcast. I'm tired of all the Crash stuff. I mean, Crash is fine, but I think I prefer Spyro. Oh, I wish it were fine. I was trying to play the like remake, remake, insane trilogy, insane <laughs> trilogy. Um, <clears throat> I remember when I was young, fearing the levels where you're running towards the camera. <laughs> Awful, scary. The Indiana Jones. Levels. However. I actually didn't have too much trouble with it in general, except I got to the point where you're running away from, like, the dinosaur or whatever. Oh, yeah, in the uh, third game. Know. There's, like, lava pits and stuff. There was a lava pit that I could not jump over. Really? No matter how I timed the jump. Like, I jumped as late as I possibly could. I still landed in the lava, and I'm like, there's no way around maybe, this. Why do I keep landing in it? Maybe you have to jump on something or jump around it or something. Did you try, like, a slide jump? Yeah, you, maybe you have to slide jump. Or hold the jump button while you're jumping. Yeah, those those make you jump longer distances. Oh. Oh. You hold the button. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I tried that then. They sure didn't explain it to me, but maybe Just they expected saying. you to know better by the third game. Crash 3 is the easiest Crash game of the original trilogy, just saying. I was just kind of looking through the games. I played a little bit of each one. I don't remember the first two all that much. Well, the first one the first level i like don't even remember the second one i think the first level was that like medieval village sort of thing that was the first level of the third game oh was it the third okay yeah the third game is the one i remember like everything from then i remembered that level i remembered like uh the running away from the cam or towards the camera thing i remembered the running on the great wall of china did um, you remember the underwater I, level i did not remember the underwater level that looked like a lot of fun though actually the underwater level? Yeah. Like, for the first time ever, I was watching someone play an underwater level, and I was like, this doesn't look awful. Yeah, it's, it's compared to other underwater levels, it's actually pretty good. So I'm not even sure if when I was a kid I had the other games, or if it was just the third one. Is the third one also the one with, like, the motorcycle? Yes. Yeah. Everything <laughs> I, don't I remember like the about Crash levels. was the one that had the... Um... Gosh. Whatever it is you're about to say, I'm sure I'm about to say yes. <laughs> but Crash 2 is the best Crash It looks, of the it looks like a, 
sort of Aladdin vibe to it. Oh yeah, yes, that, that is also three. Yeah, three is if you talk about different time periods, then it's three because three's whole thing was time travel. That makes a lot of sense. But what the old Crash games also had were the demos. Did you ever play the Spyro demo on your Crash Three? I don't know if I played the demo. The cheat codes in the manual that comes with the game, but you might not have. You might have lost the manual, or you might not have. It wasn't CT uh, Crash Team Racing that had the demo. Uh, oh, two of them had demos. I Crash think. Team Racing. That was my favorite. I never got the Nitro Fueled one, like the sequel. But I had Crash Team Racing. I loved that game. I don't Me know too. why. Yeah. I loved it more than any like Mario Kart I've ever tried. Me too. It, I played Mario Kart Eight Deluxe and I played CTR. I have so much more fun with CTR. Hot take: uh, Crash Team Racing is better than Mario Kart. Oh yeah, well Digimon Racing is worse than worse than both of them. Digimon Racing. <laughs> Digimon Racing. I just played it for the first time. Uh, it is so bad. It's on par with like some of the original Mario Karts with how bad it is, but it's for the PS One or no, sorry, for the Game Boy Advance. But it looks like a really really bad Game Boy Color game, <laughs> wow. if not like uh, an NES game. It's like really really bad. So, how many different uh, video game series has a kart racing spinoff? Diddy Kong Racing. Is there a Pokemon one? There should be. We already uh, mentioned them. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, Kombat yeah. The mini game. Yeah. Um, there had to be a bunch. Because I know at one point Nick it was Toons, cool to... Kart Racing. Sega. Burger King. Oh, Sonic uh, Adventure. Either one or two had a kart racing in it. But then oh. they also made like two other kart racers starring... Sega characters, not just Sonic. Wait, uh, Zach, you mentioned Burger King has a game. Yes, there was, there was like a Burger King. Was it a BMX game or something? Uh, or it might have been a might have been a go kart game. I did. I I've heard about that. Or, or were you on like a, a tiny little motorcycle or something like that? And did you have a really big Burger King head? I don't. I don't remember the details, but they they had a, like a stupid little racing game. It was for the Xbox 360. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I might have had it even, but if I did, I was uh, probably not very fun because I don't remember really playing it. I remember the only uh, BMX game I remember you owning and never watching you play it, thankfully, was BMX XX. My mom should not have bought me that game. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. She would just kind of go out and buy random stuff, uh, and it was not always stuff that I should have been playing, but you know. Wow. I mean, those pixels. That's how it it is growing up, buying all your games from yard sales. Wow. You get whatever's available. Yes. Going back to uh, Crash, though, the one thing that I wish they had gone back and fixed in the remake was they forgot to program in if you get close to the edge, you, like, catch the edge. So there was a bunch of jumps when I was playing where I really felt like I should have made it, and then I just fall off the map. Anyways. I heard a lot of people saying that. Well, the thing with that was I don't know if I, you heard it, but it was the like landing boxes. I don't know what they call them, like the collision. You know how in video games, what you're looking at isn't what the object actually looks like, like with the physics. Yeah, yeah. It was like the hit boxes of the platforms in the original games were perfect uh, square. In the in the remap in the insane trilogy, there's they're pill shaped, so the corners were cut off. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. So if you land around the edge, even if you look like you should land on it, sometimes you'll just slide off. Because it happened to me a lot. 
And I was getting really tired of it. I personally hate it. That does not belong in a platformer. No, it doesn't. The devs said they have no intention of fixing that. And obviously they're not because it's, you know, years later. I think they even said that might have been intentional. They even try and defend it by saying, I think it won the major engines, I forget which ones, uh, does that to platforms by default. And I'm like, that doesn't mean it's good. You know who did it really well? Sonic the Hedgehog. When you would land on an edge, he would like have a, a animation that would only play when you were at the edge, where he would like spin his arms around and try to catch his balance. They literally could have just done something like that, and it would have made the game so much better. Nope. No. It's so sad. Speaking of remakes and remasters, um, what about that Battle for Bikini Bottom remake that I played through a while ago? I don't know. It looked okay. Yeah, it looked I mean, okay. It was fine. It was it was really good. I mean, the jelly the first level, the jellyfish fields one, is actually the worst one because they're trying to teach you the mechanics. Um, though, what I want to point out is making something worse in the remake is that they have the invisible boat mobile in the original. It was a platform. If you jump on top of it, it looks like you're floating on top of it. But if you hit a button, a boat appears. So it's like, oh hey, that's the invisible boat mobile. But in the uh, remaster, uh, you just land on the platform and then. When you hit the button, a boat just appears. So it looks like it just calls in a boat. It just disappears after a while. That's dumb. Yeah. It is slightly worse than the original. I even heard from, if you guys heard of Shift, he's famous for speedrunning that game. And he and he reviewed it. He said they did. it doesn't feel as good as the original. I mean, they tried. And it brought the game to a wider audience. And now so I can be happy with that, released. but it was we got to play yeah. at some oh, point. But speaking of, I don't know if this is a remaster, but did you guys hear Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections, which was announced at the latest state of play? It was one of the only games from the Sony state of play that looked good. But funny thing... Well, it looked fine. Is it, it looks like they're just taking the past Ninja Storm games and just combining them into one. Yes. But they said... And when they said, like, anime cutscenes, they probably mean what they're going to do in 4, which is to still images from the anime, which is worse than the actual cutscenes that they used to have. Oh, wait, did, is that what they're doing? Well, they, one of the l features they listed is something like anime cutscenes or something like I that. I mean, I feel like some of the Dragon Ball games have anime cutscenes where the cutscenes in them just kind of look like they're from the anime. Yeah. But, I hope so I hope that's what they that's do. That's what they did in 4, so... That's what some people are thinking they might just do. I really hope they go with the fully animated cutscenes because it was really cool to see. Now, one thing I do hope in this game is that when they combine all the, well, technically four games, right? Is it, it four or is it's it? It's four, yeah. The first one, then this, which is based off the original Naruto series. second one, which is based off Naruto Shibuden up to the Pain uh, arc. And then the third one, which is up to the first half of the Great Ninja War. And then the fourth one, which is the second half of the Great Ninja War. Yeah, but it's also doing Boruto, isn't it? Yes, yes. but it did the Boruto stuff in 4. That was at I DLC. Thought, I thought 4, wasn't it just Road to Boruto? Yes. It didn't do, like, the I don't, more modern Boruto are they, stuff. I don't know if they're any more. So I, I hope that they... I mean, I'm sure with DLC eventually, hopefully, we'll get, like, older Boruto and Kowaki well, and all that. Well, anyway, what I'm hoping for is they don't cut out any of the missions to make it more fit the average length of a single game. I hope they literally just combined everything. And I hope they, like, put in really cool boss battles, because I really like that in the Storm series. Four, they kind of cut those out. No, in three, they cut three, them out. Three, they cut them out. Four, they actually return them a bit more. Two is still the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Two, uh, I think, is my favorite as well. 
yeah also i hope you know, in each game you can explore like outside combat the hinleet village i hope they don't just combine them all into like one place like i hope you can still like explore it from like one if it had that two i know it had that three and four like can explore them how they were in each game just so you have as much content as possible and i'm kind of torn whether this game is a good idea or not because if it's really just going to be all four of them combined and nothing really changed up an extra character or two and that means they really could have just uh optimized all the previous games for current gen consoles that's part of the reason why i didn't get them yet um they're adding two characters and it's two of the most important characters lore wise yeah it's the two brothers and if you know naruto and i don't want to say too much because you'll get spoiled but they're pretty important characters. Yes, there's like a million of them. They basically, uh, Kishimoto is that the name of the guy who wrote it? Yes. He basically put in Naruto and Sasuke, and I guess their whole relationship stuff was like really popular. And then he kept putting in stuff to like emulate it. Like, here's the founders of the Leaf Village. Well, they're just like Naruto and Sasuke. I mean, here's, yeah, they are just like Naruto. Yeah, and Sasuke. here's uh, Itachi and his friend. They have bonds like Naruto and Sasuke do. Here's the two guys you're talking about. They're adding to the game who I don't know who they are, to be honest. And I, I can't say much because it's very heavy spoilers. Is it that weird alien stuff they've been doing? Yes. No. Well, it was before they were aliens. Yeah. But also, I don't think they're quite alien at this point. Like, the two characters are adding. I think they're closer to human than the alien they look like a human like in although I, sometimes some of the aliens they show in Boruto do look human so i don't well, know yeah but I, mean, I just mean these the two brothers i think are like the in between between when the uh, aliens started passing their genes on to humanity which is a weird thing to be talking about when you're talking about naruto yes also, I, I am like going to just threw the spoiler thing out the window okay. there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But when are we getting Broken Bonds remastered? I, yeah, I never beat it when I was a kid. Broken Bonds and the it's a sequel to another game. Those two games are actually made by Ubisoft, I believe. Oh wow. And aren't they like more of an action adventure? Yeah. I think so. Instead of just pure like fighting game. Yeah, those are cool. I am want to say one more thing about Ultimate Storm Connections is just I'm really excited. I think they're since they're optimized for current console, they're most likely actually going to run at 60 FPS. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> 60 FPS, modern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they look good though. What they were showing off during the uh, state of play. I keep wanting to call it a direct because everything is a direct, but it's the state of play, which yeah. is a because it's, it's called E3. PlayStation. And it's just funny because PlayStation does have something called Direct. It's how you buy the PlayStation 5s. They call it Direct because you buy from Sony directly. So it just I hate that. Yeah. That's so dumb. So it's like, oh, did you see the Sony Direct? What? Why would I buy a PlayStation? I already have one. Well, speaking of uh, the state of play, they also showed new Resident Evil 4 stuff. Which, again, looks all right. Like, I might play it on Zach's PS5 because uh, I really didn't get to play Resident Evil 4 too too much but what I did play I enjoyed it well you enough. You can play it on literally anything. And I am going to say about the Resident Evil 4 remaster remake thing is that I'm happy it looks like they're sticking to Resident Evil 4 uh, more combat focused gameplay from the trailers because yeah. I prefer that out Resident Evil the whole a little more combat like how it is Resident Evil 4 where it still has the survival and the horror elements but 
major focus on combat. Resident Evil 4 was really cheesy, but that's what I really like about the game. I think that's what makes it fun. Yeah, well, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> ha ha. It's, Wait, they, so do you like five more where it's all combat? You're mm. implying I've played any more Resident Evil than that one game where I just got killed by a dog jumping in through the window over and over again and gave up because I was young and didn't know how to do anything <laughs> puzzle related. Wait, were you not there when we all played Resident? We played through Resident Evil Five. We all played through. I think through, I yeah. saw you. You were there. Some of it. I swore you played it. You yourself. must have played it. Yourself. I thought we were all taking turns. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. Yeah, we all played it. Come on, yeah, I, don't Zach. Know. I don't really remember. Although I will say I do prefer five, just because of, like the memories I have with it. I I prefer four. Not too long ago, I played through four, and then I tried to play through five, and I got bored with it, and I stopped, and then I never picked up six. I have to say, if I'm picking between four and five, I think I have to side with Josh, where four is a better game, but because of the memories of us all playing yeah, together that, that with five, fun. it was a lot of fun. If I picked it up now, I do not think I would have as much fun. Whereas 4 probably aged a lot better. 4 did. But I think in my head, 5 still holds a higher place. I played I played only a little bit of 4, so that's part of the reason why I'm saying that. I didn't play much of it. And I did play the demo. I think Resident Evil 5 and 6 had demo on the Switch. Because I, I kind of remember playing those two. I could be wrong. I remember 6 just felt like very monotonous. Like it didn't, have, it didn't really feel like horror. It didn't really feel like it had any like substance. It was just go shoot those zombies. Uh... One thing they said about the remake is they're getting rid of quick time events. So then, how are they going to do the uh, the hallway with all the lasers in it? You know, like you hit the quick time event and like Leon does like a flip or something, or cut like scene? runs across the walls. You must have Either seen automatic it, or a cutscene or something. Probably, but it was it's like one of the coolest parts of the game. He's like just like flipping and jumping around, and then the next room has like a throne, and you can hit a again another button to have Leon sit in it. Hey. And it was just like. I don't know. I gotta say, I don't really mind quick time events as long as they're not like super overdone in the game. It's the boulders. I'm glad that you don't have to worry about because sometimes you'll be walking along and somebody will like push a boulder and you gotta like mash a button to make Leon like outrun it or something. That sounds awful. It it is. It happens like a few times in the game. It's just sort of annoying. It doesn't really add anything good. Well, that's like a button mashing quick time event as opposed to one where it's like more based on timing. Yeah. The timing ones I have a lot more fun with. The button mashing ones, not so much. Me too. Same here. That's why modern games typically had the option to just hold the button instead of mashing it. I mean, I was just playing Spider-Man, and they gave me a quick time event to mash the button, and I went like, I went ham on it. I I went, I'm a lefty, right? And I took my left hand and I was smashing the button as fast <laughs> as I could, and I still failed it. It's that stupid Rip like Zach car chase. It's the car chase. Yeah. However. After the first couple, the rest of them I have no problem with. But at the beginning, I was literally spamming as hard as I could, and now, I could not do it. Was he holding the car with his webs, or was he like legit picking it up? Usually he's picking it up, I think. Because I'm not sure. I think one, not only are they different animations, but I feel like one's actually harder than the other to actually, like, I don't know. That's just me. I haven't played I don't, know. I don't think I've failed any since, like, the second one, though. Yeah. But that like that kind of soured my mood when I <laughs> failed it when I was trying as hard as I could on it. Now speaking of state of play, what other games did anybody found like bad, good, or meh? So first, I want to bring up that 
I'm really excited that the PS, what is it, the PSVR 2? Is that what it's called? Yes. I'm sure it is. The uh, When they were, like, showing that it's coming or whatever, all the big games that they showed in VR all looked great. And I was instantly hyped, like, wow, this looks really good. And then they showed the games that they were actually releasing for it. And, oh, my God, I am not looking forward to a single one of those. Uh. Well, you shouldn't be looking forward to it because you don't have a PSVR to play. Yeah, them but on. if yeah. I ever did get them one day, I don't think any of those games will ever be in the gaming catalog that I choose to play. I'm I, I'm not really interested in VR, so I didn't really pay attention too much. But I do know there was one a roguelike game they kind of advertised for it. Was that was the one you thought looked good or looked bad? They all all the PSVR games that they presented looked from like bad to wildly mediocre. I would have to look up the titles because I forget what the titles <laughs> were. It was just with the VR. I'm not really. Oh, what was it? Wildlands? Something Lands? Oh, PlayStation Lands? It wasn't PlayStation Lands. PlayStation oh, VR. Yeah, the lands? one that had like the pseudo cell shading kind of style that Borderlands has, and also had lands in the name. Yeah. That so one. it's a Borderlands ripoff. <laughs> I feel like it. It could be a little inspired Maybe. by it, but okay. I don't know. But anyway. And then there was a game okay. where when you blink, you move forward in time. Blink. You mean you mean like, not in real life, right? Like not no, like in real eyes. life. In real life. No, I mean ha- like blink your eyes. Yeah, they yeah. have blink your eyes in real life. Your, they have eye tracking in really? the new VR. Because yeah. sometimes abilities in games they'll call it blink and have it. Like no, no. Help. Literally, when you blink, your eyes time moves forward. So and that was like the premise if, of the game. It if, looked like if you don't want time to move forward, you have to keep your eyes open as much as possible. What if your eyes get itchy? <laughs> I think. At one point, he's like, uh, I'm going to send, next time you blink, I'm going to send you back. Try to enjoy yourself this time or something like that. Yeah, it sounds like you're kind of skipping through life and then, like, maybe you eventually die of old age or something. And then this weird magical guy sends you back or something and you have to try again. They really went heavy on the less fun to play, more super heavily artsy games as opposed to games that looked super enjoyable to play. They're games made to show off the new features of the v- PlayStation VR. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, All, like, gimmicky consoles have them. That is, when I when I saw the one where you're blinking, I'm like, they literally designed this game. Like, Sony was like, we need a game that takes advantage of the eye tracking. We want you to blink. We want you to make a game where you blink. <laughs> and, and so they're just like, okay... Which isn't to say that the game doesn't seem like it could be interesting, but they didn't really seem to show a whole lot, maybe because they don't want to spoil too much or anything. Like, it's an interesting idea, and it depends how they work with it, but it's not necessarily going to be bad. Well, it's just... I'm excited for that blinking game, because I want to see speed runs of people blinking as fast as they can trying to get to the end of the game. I mean, you might have to keep your eyes open during key parts blinkless so. speed run <laughs> that's what i want to see uh there was one other vr game where you only had to shoot or move towards the things that were colored everything else was in black and white and that just looked like a really generic vr shooting game and the graphics on it did not look too great so especially with what we've seen before with older vr games yeah. somehow looking better than that any party games that because i think it could be fun with like a party game VR, you know. I don't think they had any party games, especially with all like them tracking your movement so well. I would think it would work pretty well in a part fun party game to like test it out. Except for the fact that when you're swinging your arms around, you're gonna smack them into your friends who True. are standing around with you. 
Well, that's well they did that with the Wii and the Kinect. That that was fun. But I guess it's not virtual reality. So. Yeah, because you can see around you with yeah. those, whereas in VR you have a the headset on. Well, some VRs have the camera see-through thing where you could kind of have it show you your surroundings. I think. Oh well, that'd be cool. All all like PSVR modern VR sets, like all the newer ones, have cameras built into them that can help both with tracking, but also like I'm pretty sure you can use them to just see around you. So like they could build something like that, but then it almost seems like why are you even in? Well, it'd be more like augmented reality than virtual reality at that point. Which is still fun. There's one big reveal from those PlayStation State of Play that I feel like we need to talk about. Oh, uh, was it the fact that the people who made that one spinoff of Tetris made a game where you play as a dog and guide humans around platforms? I did not see that one. Humanity. Yes. It looked so. A person, artsy. yeah, a person turns to dog, then they have to leave lead groups of people around puzzles. <laughs> it looks really bad and really generic and really boring. And out of all the games that revealed, I think that might be the one I'm like most. Why are they making this? Yeah, I don't get how it's supposed to work in VR. Or was it still a VR game? No, that came announced after the big, big reveal. Which, well, there's well. Well, what I'm talking about is the Suicide Squad game. Oh, I'm not talking about the Suicide Squad game for my big reveal. Although, I do like how the Suicide Squad reveal was half of the state of play. Yeah. Yes. I, well, I feel like we should talk about that because that was like, I don't know, it's just it was just so bad. I have no hope for it at all. I didn't have much hope to begin with, but it looks just like Gotham Knights or the Avengers game. Now, my biggest uh, pet peeve with it is I tried to be optimistic with it. it like, maybe it's my own bias getting away from it. I'll try and keep a hopeful view. And then I shot saw everyone using guns including captain boomerang I'm like where are the personalities yes why is captain boomerang's gimmick he has one boomerang that he doesn't use as a boomerang he uses to get access to the speed force oh so teleportation thing. teleport yeah using the speed force and besides that he just uses jetpacks and guns harley quinn jetpacks and guns with a grappling hook that works more like spider-man than like batman's <laughs> does king shark that's right Jetpack and guns. And uh, Deadshot, guess what he does? Uh, Plays patty cake? Close. Jetpack and guns, oh. but he just has more guns. Right. Whoa. And part of the thing I'm upset about that is I'm also upset. I thought to myself, oh, maybe they have, like, different classes. Like, Harley Quinn can only use, like, pistols. Uh, Deadshot can only use sniper rifles. Uh, King Shark can only use heavy weapons. But then I saw King Shark using a main gun. Then they show Harley Quinn also using a main gun. So there's, like, no difference between the main combat of each of them. Yeah, no, it's all going to be identical constantly. There's... And what annoying, quippy, Marvel-like dialogue do you want to constantly hear from... Do you want it from Harley Quinn? Do you want it in a Australian accent? Do you want it to be, in, like, an animal-sounding? No, it's thinking. not animal-sounding. They use, like, the real King Shark, yeah. which is... The one thing, uh, someone said something about King Shark being a fish. And I was like, well, actually, he's a god. And then immediately afterwards, in the uh, state, of, uh, state of play, he's like, actually, I'm the son of a god. And I was like, oh, my god. So they're going comic accurate for the characters That's just it. to ruin them. I don't, yes. I don't get it. Also, I don't know how this is supposed to be a live service uh, uh, game with the story. To kill the Justice League, only, they only have a certain amount of main members that people actually care about. Like they said, after the you're done with the story, there's still stuff to do or something. What would they be left to do? Yeah, I don't understand. Play through like the a... story as the new villains they release. Because That's what I'm thinking. Right now, but they're, yeah. they said they're adding more, which is really dumb. So first off, you have the four villains in the game, but you will be able to equip a certain thing 
that makes your villain kind of play like other unplayable villains? Like, who was the one? Oh, Bane. Yeah, yeah. Bane. You can uh, equip something and something, something, but something, something. It looked like Bane. you were just shooting out green goo or yes. something. Yes. Oh, everybody loves Bane's classic green goo <laughs> shooting. Where Bane. you say, I'm Bane, rah. Yeah. I sh- it, was, it was such a bad display of what that whole thing you was supposed to be about. You merely adopted the goo. It's like, I was born in it. It's like putting in, in a set for the Joker, and what it does is it injects you with the Joker serum from the Arkham series. Makes you laugh. That's it. Yeah. It's just, I feel like this game has so much potential. Like I feel like it no story, longer has potential. The care for uh, how they made the characters. Like, they bothered to make King Shark an actual god, not just a mindless, like, strong guy. And it's just like now it's like oh it's a stereotypical like live service game have fun play shoot the same enemies I'm for five years. The in reason row. why they made everybody's gameplay so similar is so they it's easier to make new villains for you to play as because adding a new villain all they have to do is oh here's a jetpack and guns and then they'll so give them some gimmicky thing to do. I just want to point out I've seen more innovative games on like the xbox 360 ps3 generation i would Have just like s- to point did you out look at like just how it looked like when they were shooting at the enemies and stuff the reticle didn't move at all it yeah just, it just kind of stood there and was like like <laughs> nothing really happening it was it didn't look that fun there was not really a lot of anything going on also the enemy types i'm guarantee you there's not going to be any like big fun monsters enemy types. that's yeah. it it's yeah. just going to be this one is like slightly faster smaller and weaker this one's slightly slower bigger and does more damage so obviously though those villains were obviously the best choices right because when you're going after uh superman and the flash you want uh someone who dresses up like a clown to go after them right yeah you, you don't fact, want someone like uh black adam or sinestro no 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 you want the crazy clown the guy who throws boomerangs the guy was part shark. Yeah, but he barely even Gun throws guy. boomerangs. It's Dude, cool. they didn't even give us the polka dot guy. But yeah, that's they. They should have got the polka dot guy. <laughs> and I just don't understand when we had games years ago like uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, where they had all these different characters. They all played so differently. You could work together. Each character was absolutely supposed to be that character. These all just kind of feel like reskins of the same thing. They, I remember unique dialogue. I remember like oh. unique abilities do when you, you paired certain characters. And do you remember they had like dungeons, like where you go fight through a bunch of enemies, fight through a specific boss, and then the, whichever heroes you play will actually have voice dialogue with that boss. And it wasn't like a story event; it was literally like an d- optional dungeon. I remember there was a uh, one where like the dungeon was like, "Oh, Winter Soldier, you got to stop Winter Soldier." And, like, the narrator talked about him and his origins. And then when you got there as Captain America, you'd have special dialogue with, between each and It was really fun. I remember one mission where you had to say, Sender, save Sender Kelly, you know, the one Sender that hates mutants. He had different dialogue depending whether you play as a mutant, a superhuman, an alien. Instead, we got boomerangs, and we got clowns, and we got... One boomerang. Oh, yeah, one boomerang. Sorry. It's and... tough times, you know. <laughs> And the thing is, though, and they don't even. There's nothing special about it. They claim that it's going to be like unique stuff, but it's like Gotham Knights. Now, did you see yeah. in the trailer though when they had the interaction between Flash and Wonder Woman, like how good that was? And then they like throwing all this live service junk. Yeah, I think Battle they Pass. had an interesting concept. Some of the stuff with the characters might be cool, but ultimately, whatever they're doing with the gameplay and everything is going to ruin the experience for a lot of people. And can we talk about how bad the Flash looks? I hate that helmet. He has, like, 
bumblebee eyes, you know? Yeah, bumblebee eyes and that weird, like, antenna-esque yeah. stuff. Oh, they want to give him goggles, but I guess, like, no regular goggles has to be but stylized. He, he looks like a bee. Like, his yeah. head looks like a bee. He, That's really he bad. He kind of looks like his version from Injustice, but a little worse. Like, because it's, like, the armor thing. To me, it really feels like they had the story for a game they wanted to tell. And then they attached it to some random other game that happened to be make, being made. I wonder if like that was like a corporate decision. Like, uh, I think we'd make more money if you put in a battle pass, if you did this, made it live service. Actually, here's another question. Do, you, do we know if it's going to be like a $60 game or is it like a free-to-play live service? I, I, it'll probably be $70. I, be well, yeah, probably. I was going to say, though, it honestly, the gameplay really feels like a free-to-play game not even like a modern free-to-play game so many people online were saying oh this looks like fortnite i mean they're not yeah wrong, now that you really. say that now that you say that it really does remind me of fortnite how the characters are kind of floaty and like the and guns the guns aren't very there's not like responsiveness from them i guess you just kind of point them and they do stuff I don't know. Yeah, really, it it's just Fortnite, but PVE, and you play as the villains from. But I don't even see Arkham how you're Burst, supposed to really. win. How are they supposed to beat someone like the Flash, Superman? Superman's bulletproof. How are their guns going to even Kryptonite affect Kryptonite bullets? That's... I guarantee you, that's going to be how it's going to end. It's like, yeah, yeah put this attachment, make your gun to Kryptonite. No, He's also I just faster don't think than you're going to kill the Justice League. No, I I think yeah, I think that's very like you're not going to kill anybody. I think. Yeah, but it, if you remember from the Batman reveal trailer, it is confirmed you are going to beat the Flash in the fight. You don't kill him though. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely thinking that, especially. Oh, I mean, Superman. I was like, how the heck? And I was like, oh, I guess Kryptonite, whatever, some crap with that. Also, Wonder Woman is not evil, apparently. Oh yeah, probably in the because trailers. of her weird thing with the lasso of truth and whatnot. Uh, my whatever. something like that. My theory with Wonder Woman, they're gonna have her be kind of a semi ally, and then you're gonna get in a fight with her over in disagreement, sort of like video game fight where you go and fight through death over something small, and then afterwards, like, okay, we can compromise and do this instead. Yeah, probably. But anyway, just... I actually thought they'd have a harder time with the Flash because he's ridiculous uh, depending how comic accurate you go and what you're going after. i was about to say he's he, you think uh superman's faster than speeding bullets flash is faster than he is can't he just like move super fast quickly like kill everybody and fast then, oh, enough to travel through time yeah that's the thing he but, when he shows up he like zooms in and doesn't kill them for some reason he he doesn't he like grab the bullet or something yeah he like and he like teleports behind and he says something and... like why don't you just mail me the bullet or something like that. How how are they, how do you stop that? It could just be that he's overconfident. Who knows? But anyway, the fact that he has a boomerang with the speed force makes me think they might have some something that they could work with. They could, assuming they actually do anything with Wait, it. Wait, is that going to be the whole game? Like, you play a few missions and you try and make it... That's probably it going to be. You're going to have to make equipment that will counter the superhero you're fighting, and it'll unlock, like, this new gun or new skin for a gun. They could use and like, I don't know about that though because they said that the thing that made Captain Boomerang's kit his own is that he has the Speed Force Boomerang as opposed to anything else that the other characters have. So like Harley Quinn's grappling hook. That's the question: Would that actually be used story-wise, or is that just a gadget for him to use during gameplay? Either way, it's really dumb. Like the way they should have approached this, and I will say this forever: Captain Boomerang could have been like a support type that has a whole bunch of trick boomerangs. 
We could have had a Harley Quinn as like our close range DPS. Deadshot as like our long range stay back, snipe, use guns. And King Shark as the tank to uh, soaks up damage and done it like that. Where each character takes a different party role instead of them all being the exact same character honestly, with just slightly different movement. Honestly, this game should have been Brawler, but like Nick, if it was like how you said, still could have been somewhat of a shooter. Yeah. This game is just Left 4 Dead 3. <laughs> a group of four people who do nearly the same thing up against hordes of enemies with the occasional sort of boss. But I'm honestly curious how do they plan to continue it after the main story? Like, do you not? Are you not going to actually beat like uh, Brainiac? Is the whole story just going to be freeing the heroes? I've heard some people say that it's going to end, that you're going to free Flash from mind control, and he's going to be the only surviving Justice League member left. So he's going to go back in time to fix everything, and it's going to be called the Flashpoint Paradox, like Operation Flashpoint or something is what he calls it. So basically, it's their version of Flashpoint or something, but just really weird. That that's what I hear a theory online. And I think what they'll do is do with the Avengers. You just replay missions. Did yeah, re- but this time with the new villains they released. Yes. Yeah, but the Reven- Avengers did eventually add like new stories. Yeah, stuff. DLC story, but it was stuff like, uh, here's in the future with Hawkeye and Maestro killed all the heroes or something. Uh, but I honestly think it's dumb for a live service game. Make it live service, but make it, yeah, just replay the missions just with, you know, different heroes and stuff. It's like... <laughs> Funny, though, speaking of like the DLC stuff, uh, I, I remember everyone was upset because Spider-Man was PlayStation only, but did you see any gameplay of Spider-Man? No. He looks really bad, and his web doesn't connect to buildings. It just goes up into the sky, and he just web slings. That's so dumb. But why? No would, wonder Avengers is dead. But honestly, why the heck would you buy Avengers to play a Spider-Man when you have a Spider-Man-centric game where the ga- gameplay is tailor-made for him? Okay, Nick, did you say Avengers is dead? I did. I did oh say Avengers is dead. Oh, it actually is, isn't it? Is that, it? Should yeah. be, that should be our, our next... Our next game, Avengers is Dead, uh, where what? you you take on a group of unlikely villains that are, have to take down the Avengers. Wow, so original. But okay, I'm, so if there was a Marvel version of the, the Suicide Squad game, but I would Who trust the Marvel characters? to execute the oh. idea way better. But honestly, I do want to say though, Avengers they it did discontinue their ending support. Yep. And by the way, that's that's going to happen to Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, even if you play in solo mode, you have to be connected to the internet because it gets all the information from the servers. That's Are one thing I heard people me? saying is that this is Kevin Conroy's last role as Batman. And they're saying since it's uh, online only, uh, there's going to be a point once it shuts down, you can never like relive the game. As If you just want to go through like Kevin Conroy's like last performance, you would have to watch on YouTube. You can't actually like play it and enjoy it. I really hope they don't end up making it where it's online only for his entire lifespan yeah they put in like a single player option just let you do that i thought i thought people have already spoken about this not being acceptable and so devs were not making single player tied to online they're seriously doing that anybody else remember the one life service game based off of neuromata well it's not directly based off of it but the combat's very similar i don't know i remember selling like a trail for it it like died within a couple months because nobody who was a fan of those type of games wanted to play a live service game. What was EA's live service game? I don't even remember. The oh, yeah, we... Anthem? Anthem. Yeah, that's what like, I was thinking of. Live service is just not a viable gaming... Uh... Can you think of any I like, mean, it's non-Battle Royale or multiplayer-focused live service game that did well recently? Um, Call of Duty sold a lot. Yeah, but that's multiplayer-focused. I mean, one that's oh. not 
multiplayer what? focus. What? Like a Destiny what? type game. Like uh, a PVE like more game, not like a PvP based game. Well, they all have PvP in them typically anyway. But I mean like stuff like uh, Anthem or like a Anthem is so Avengers. sad. It was the best Iron Man game we'll ever have. That's uh, what I heard. I've... Everyone's saying the game was re- the like game mechanics was really fun, but everything else was just handled so poorly. Wasn't Iron Man VR supposed to be really good though? I have no oh, idea. Oh, I've heard interesting things, but it's I think it might be like pretty expensive for the amount of gameplay you actually get out of it. Oh, that's fair. But it, I, I'm just saying it's just funny. Like they tried like uh, what was before Gotham Knights? Wasn't there something Avengers and that failed miserably. Gotham Knights, it failed miserably. Hey guys, let's try again with Suicide Squad. Like I get it, this was in, this was, these were all in production probably around the same time, and they're just you know slowly like oh this one's done, this one's done, this one's done. But it doesn't seem like they're really learning their lesson. They what? basically saw that people could sell their battle passes and all kinds of microtransactions and make a lot of money. But when you build a game specifically to make money from microtransactions. I think people can tell that there's no soul in it, yeah, and that it's just like not a good game. Um, yeah. You you can take like a you know a good game and just shove in all the micro transactions and stuff. People won't necessarily like that, but as long as the game is good, it's whatever. Like Call of Duty, I still find the gameplay mostly enjoyable, even if they keep trying to sell a bunch of garbage that nobody needs. But you can also tell the game wasn't specifically designed to sell microtransactions. Yeah. Because it's it still operates on the same basic functionality, but now you can just buy... Like, you, you still can unlock a ton of skins. Yeah. And then you can buy some more, like, ludicrous anime skins and whatnot. The operators, that's a little bit of a complaint I have is... They're they're gonna go the route they did with the previous Modern Warfare and start selling silly ones. Like I I got so tired of watching Jigsaw run around. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. And they're probably gonna do it again. Yeah. So I wish they hadn't gone with things like that. But in general, it's a video game. They shoved in extra monetization we didn't need. I didn't I didn't really appreciate that they did that. But you don't have to buy it. It's whatever. But when it comes to like Suicide Squad, where they have, a, I don't know if it's exactly going to be a looter shooter, but they definitely were saying about like the guns and the customization and stuff. Um, and it looks like there's all those different stats with the gear and whatnot. I probably. think they want to make it Borderlands esque. I do want to say yeah. they at least seem to be adding transmogs, which is something that all games nowadays should have, where yeah. you can have your clothing look however you want. As long as you have the item, and then the stats have another article of clothing. Yeah, they do that to um, sell you skins. <laughs> but that's going to be my next point, that the uh, game, what is it, the battle pass is going to be only cosmetics, and I guarantee it's going to be overpriced garbage or really bad cosmetics it until just, you get to the end. It looks like they didn't focus enough on gameplay, and they focused too much like on trying to shoehorn in different kinds of microtransactions like i'm sure i don't know that they mentioned it but there's probably gonna be a battle pass right there's a battle pass with cosmetics only right also i want to say that i don't when would game develop and publishers and developers learn that people don't want live service single player games like like pve games that's just dumb and on that note uh it looks like we're almost out of time thank you for listening to us the four fanboys i'm josh i'm nick i'm kyle and i'm zach 
Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, find us on Spotify, Apple, Google, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Twitch. Uh, thank you for listening. See you next week.